I'm Yesenia. My favorite things include Outlander and walking while listening to a good podcast. I'm a writer and author of several published books, a single mom of two incredibly smart and funny girls, and I'm also a certified life coach. If you want to know how to reach your biggest goals, handle anything life throws your way, and become the person you're meant to be, then you're in the right place. I'll give you a hint. It all starts with your brain. Let's go. Hey guys, so this week has been both like an awesome week and a not so great week. It was an awesome week because I released a new book. I released my last book back in April, and now it's September, and I've released book two of a new series. Really been getting back into my writing and publishing groove, writing consistently, just really getting back to it and my love for writing and all of that. So that's been really, really good to have another book out there, see the reviews coming in, and finally finish that book because it was a really hard book to write, but I finally made it through thanks to lots of thought work and support and everything. And then it wasn't such a great week because I have just not been feeling great, like physically and mentally. I've not really been feeling like 100% have not been feeling completely like myself, um, and I realized what it is. Um, I don't usually get like anxiety or depression or anything like that, but what I have struggled with in the past is PCOS, um, and like I, I've talked about like weight loss and my weight loss journey on here a little bit, but a big part of that is PCOS which I developed after I had my youngest, who just turned four years old a couple months ago. Um, it all started like the last trimester when I, of like when I was pregnant with her um, and not being able to sleep, oddly enough. And I've had issues with PCOS and different symptoms around that ever since. Um, and like as of a few months ago, I had gone to no sugar, no flour, which really was like very minimal sugar and flour. I would still have sugar and flour like here and there, um, but I had cut back drastically on it and I was feeling better than ever. Um, I was losing a little bit more weight. Like I had lost about 20 pounds just eating less. Um, And then I started doing intermittent fasting and then I started doing no sugar, no flour and I dropped a little bit more weight. And then I decided, like I did that for a little while, was feeling really good, saw a lot of my PCOS symptoms like go away or go back to like minimal, like not as bad as it used to be. Um, And then was doing that for a little while. And then I decided to step back from like focusing on weight loss so that I could focus on a lot of my big business goals. Right now, I am building up my author business again, and I am building up my coaching business. And so I'm really running two businesses here, and I'm working on creating my first $100,000 year. And so I've done really well in the past when I have focused on just one big goal. And and I could see that trying to focus on two big things, like losing like the last 10 pounds, And these two businesses and my business goals was like, it was kind of hard. Um, And so I tried just cutting back to one goal and not really planning my food anymore. I stopped intermittent fasting. I started having sugar and flour and more 
quantities and more frequently, um, not in the same quantities as before when I was overweight, um, before I lost all the weight, but definitely um, more frequently than I was having it when I was doing no sugar, no flour. Um, and I did that for about a month. So about a month of no longer planning food, having sugar and flour, not really intermittent fasting. Um, and this week I have seen a huge difference. Um, really like the last couple of weeks, uh, PCOS symptoms coming back, um, not feeling great, feeling really tired. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I was anemic just because of the symptoms I've been having too. Um, not feeling my best, um, feeling like kind of just off mentally and emotionally. I can tell because you know, a big part of PCOS is like your hormone, your hormones are imbalanced. And so I could, it's like you're feeling physical symptoms and mental and emotional symptoms. Um, and so I've been doing this book launch and that's been going great, but I have not been showing up in the same way, um, in general, like in my life, um, not, and then I, I go to feel better, right? And I'll get on social media and I don't want to go to sleep and I go to sleep late and then I'm like having to nap the next day because I'm so tired and then I can't sleep the next night and it just ends up becoming worse. And then I'll try to like I've I have a history of like buffering with food, which means like I use food to feel better um, to try to like if I'm tired or whatever, like I'll eat some of my favorite foods. And so I was doing that again, eating cookies and chips and eating after dinner, which I haven't done in a while. Um, and I just, it just ended up making everything worse like this whole week. Um, it's been <laughs> quite a week. Um, I talked about this a little bit more on my Instagram. So if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, go follow me because I kind of share more of the day-to-day of what's going on with me. Um, so my handle is at this is writer mom. Um, but yeah, just quite an interesting week. I have not had a week like this in quite a while where I'm just like, I can't, I feel like I can't really work. I can't really get up. I'm just so tired. I don't feel like myself. Um, and then, like I said, you decide to indulge in sweets or a drink or staying up late, you're trying to feel better, but you just end up feeling more tired, more blah, more not like yourself. You start to feel more off physically and mentally. And like, this has really been me the past couple of days, especially it's gotten kind of bad, uh, where I'm just feeling worn out and tired. And like I said, I just try to make myself feel better only to really make myself end up feeling worse by indulging in different kinds of things. Um, so yesterday I did some thought work on this and today too, and I've just been listening to a couple of really good podcasts on, on this kind of thing, um, and talking to my accountability partner about it. And my intentional thought, um, has just been like, just today I'm taking care of myself and giving my body what it needs. Because sometimes it just like the thought of just making these changes just like that from one day to the next can feel overwhelming or it can feel like too much and then you just end up quitting, right? Um, but I, I I really like that thought of like just today or just this meal or just this moment or just the next five minutes, I'm going to give myself what I actually need. 
Um, and what I actually need right now is not more junk food or fast food or spending all my day on and off on social media or staying up late and being tired again tomorrow. Like, that's what I've been doing, but that's not what I actually need. This is like one of the most important and helpful lessons I've learned as a student of life coaching is that when when you're feeling terrible for whatever reason, we go to make ourselves feel better, right? And we do it with food or having a drink or indulging in some way, social media, whatever it is. We go to indulge to try to feel better, but that doesn't actually work. What actually works is asking yourself this. What do I actually need right now? Which is very different than what do I want right now? A lot of times we indulge because we end up saying, you know what? I don't feel great. I want some comfort food or I want to just numb out on Facebook and TikTok for the next 30 minutes instead of doing the dishes Um, or whatever, right? It's a lot of just what you want in that moment without thinking about what's actually in your best interest and what's best for your future and your goals. So just that one little switch can make all the difference. What do I want right now? What do I actually need right now? What does my body actually need? What do I actually need? What does my brain actually need? not what I want, because what you want is just, yeah, your brain is always going to have ideas on what it wants, and it's not usually in your best interests. And so I've eaten and overeaten this this past week to feel better, um, and I've done it in the past because I'm tired, or I'm stressed, or I'm sad, or whatever, I'm feeling lonely, and I'll eat, and then I end up overeating. And I've learned that that's not what I need when I don't feel well. It's like I tend to go to overeating or staying up late and being on social media or sometimes not as often like having a drink. Um, And I've learned that that is not what actually helps me feel better. It feels good like in the moment and then as soon as it's over or towards the end and especially the next day, the next couple of hours, I do not feel well. I went to feel to try to feel better, and I just ended up feeling more terrible. And so this kind of thing, like I said, it's called buffering. When you're using something, you're doing something to try to feel better and numb out from the crappy feelings and state of being, it just, it does not work. It just turns into a terrible cycle that some of us never get out of. A lot of us don't realize what's going on. We really are trying to feel better and we think we're feeling better and then we end up feeling worse later. And again, it just continues. And a lot of us don't realize that that this is actually what's going on. So the next time you feel terrible, take it from me, (laughs) ask yourself, what do I actually need right now? What would actually help me feel better? Not just in the moment, like sinking your teeth into a piece of cake or a donut or whatever it is, but 30 minutes after I do it, the day after I do it, what actually is going to help me feel better? I'm telling you, if it's going to give you a hangover, it's not actually helping you feel better. (laughs) So maybe what actually helps you feel better, maybe what you actually need when you feel terrible is to just 
lay there in your bed or on the couch and just process the emotion and let your brain think and feel every single thing and notice how it physically feels in your body and listen to your brain and what it's saying and realize that that's why you're feeling this way. Your brain is telling you sentences that are causing feelings and that's why you feel terrible. Not because of anyone or anything else. Sometimes we just need to lay there and process it and let it be and just let it like flow through your body and then back out. And then it makes, I mean, that's it. You just process. But when you numb out, it's it's still there at the end of it. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's talking to a friend, maybe getting some support or advice or a different perspective from someone that you trust. Maybe it's a good cry. Maybe it's journaling, writing about it. Maybe it's listening to a relevant podcast. I like all of these choices because, yes, you are doing something. But like in a lot of like for all of these, when you're doing something, it's helping you process. You're doing something kind of mindlessly or it's helping you process, like walking or crying or talking. You're getting it out. You're processing through it. You're writing about it. You're just laying there and thinking about it. You're listening to a relevant podcast and it's getting your mind thinking about whatever it is that you're struggling with. All of those are really good options for processing Um, versus using food or social media or shopping or drinking or trying to numb out in any kind of way like that, that's not what you need. That numbs you out for a while, but it doesn't actually help you process or solve anything. Doing these things only numbs you out for a little while, and then when you're done, the emotions are still there, and you usually have the added negative emotion because maybe you spent money that you weren't supposed to, um, or you feel terrible physically because you're hungover or really full or you have indigestion um, or whatever. Again, this is called buffering and it gives you a net negative because you do it to try to feel better, but it ends up making things worse versus doing something like walking and thinking or talking to somebody about it, getting coached, having a good cry while you just think about it all, journaling things like that, which ends up with a net positive where it does help you feel better and process and get through it. The only thing that will help you feel better when you're feeling terrible is processing your thoughts and emotions, which is why I'm a big fan of talking, writing, getting a coach, journaling, walking, so you can actually think and process, get through it. But if you're doing something to try to take away the pain, you don't want to face the pain, you don't want to go through the pain, you don't want to feel the pain, you're just trying to feel better by doing that, then that's buffering. And that is what actually causes you more pain. It just compounds the terrible, crappy feelings. It doesn't actually help you feel better. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I have for you this week. This is what I'm going through this week, not feeling great physically or mentally. I know what's going on. Sometimes I still make terrible choices, um, but it all starts with that self-awareness um, and t- starting to take little actions to help you feel better. In my case, it was throwing out food that I know does not serve me or help me feel better. It did not help with the PCOS. Um, and it's doing thought work around it, talking to a friend about it, listening to podcasts about it, 
um, and just having compassion for myself um, as I'm going through this because the self-judgment and the shame doesn't help. So I hope this is helpful. The next time that you feel terrible for whatever reason, just ask yourself, what do I actually need right now? Because your brain is very good at telling you what you actually want. It wants that quick, fast reward um, that oftentimes does not help you actually feel better. So ask yourself, what do I actually need right now? How can I actually take care of myself right now? It'll make all the difference. And that is true self-love. I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this episode of Made For This, then make sure you follow me over on Instagram. My handle is at thisiswritermom. I'd love to connect with you. And if you want to find out more about creating the results you want and becoming who you're meant to be, then go to bit.ly slash free coaching MS to schedule your free coaching mini session. That's bit.ly slash free coaching MS. No more settling for your current results. Let's create the life you really want. I'll see you there.